to another week of Soap Secrets. Yes, we are back and there's so much to talk about and there's Holby and Victoria Wilson is here to talk about it because it's an amazing week, isn't it, Victoria? <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> Hi, Hannah. Hi. So, Cameron, finally, the man we all wanted to see cornered is actually cornered. Yeah, he really is this week, actually. I mean, for ages now, it's it sort of seemed like... Holby's scheming medic has been literally getting away with murder, but now it does look like his deadly past is finally catching up with him. Um, in the uh, in the most recent episode of Holby, Cameron, um, played by uh, the wonderful Nick Jackman, who who assures me he's nothing like his character, um, was uh, he was left shell shocked by two fairly major pieces of news. Um, first, he became quite rattled when he was recognised by a patient, Bobby Edwards, who. Um, Viewers learnt was the cyclist who last year accidentally knocked down registrar Xavier Duval. Already in shock from that, um, that is when on-off friend with benefits, shall we say, Nikki McKendrick decided to drop the bombshell on Cameron that she was pregnant with his child. <laughs> exactly. So in next week's episode, he's dealing with the fallout of both those things. And um, patient Bobby, uh, well, he's basically, Cameron sort of starts off trying to avoid him largely on Darwin to try and, you know, he has been spotted, but he's sort of trying to keep himself a bit under the radar. That doesn't work, though, and, and they end up talking, and Bobby recalls the sort of time of the accident um, and tells Cameron that he saw him steal Xavier's bag and flee the scene, leaving him to die. Um, if if we could go back, this is almost sort of a year now, but, but to recap, Xavier was on his way to police with evidence that Cameron had killed Chloe's ex, Evan, um, now Bobby plans to tell police what he knows about the evil doctor. Um, somewhat unsurprisingly, Cameron's first course of action is to um, go on the attack, shall we say. It's, it's a defence mechanism. He basically tells Bobby that if he goes to police and tells them about what he did, then, then he'll just have to say that, that Bobby, when he, when he was there, he, he saw Bobby strike Xavier with such force that he was frightened of what he was sort of capable of doing. Um, and that's why he ran, so he says. Um, these threats don't work on, on Bobby, though, and, and Cameron knows that. So he, he then tries to sort of try a different approach and appeal to Bob. Um, he sort of tries to appeal to Bobby's softer side, really, um, by saying that, you know, I've got a new baby on the way. Um, maybe it's time I, I, I did come clean about the event, you know, for my child's sake. Deep down, though, Cameron sort of realises that Bobby isn't falling for his games. Um, so he decides he has no choice but to silence him the oh, only no. way he knows how. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And it's the one person who knows and he's really caught him out and has got him and realised what he's up to. Yeah. But will he get I away mean, with it? Well, well, I think Cameron, you know, he, he, he kind of knows now that, that maybe... He, well, we suspect, I suppose, that that Holby's cunning cat is finally running out of lives. Um, I guess with the net closing in on him, it, it surely can't be long before Doctor Death is held to account. Um, so this storyline looks set to really ramp up in the next few weeks. So, so definitely stay tuned. It's gonna be big. It's oh, it, it just keeps going, doesn't it? You know, I, I say it every week. You just I think it's gonna that we're gonna have a low week or a sort of you know not much going on, but absolutely, absolutely not. Anything else that we need to absolutely know about in Holby uh, before yeah. we move on to another another ward? Right. Uh, 
well, so there's uh, there's some big stuff happening around um, Hanson. We're loving seeing seeing more of of. Uh, he's sort of a real Holby stalwart, really, and it's great seeing more of him on screen, played by the wonderful Guy Henry, who's who's been at Holby for years now. Um, since the return of obviously Sahira Shah, we had a few weeks back, and he's very much centre stage in this episode as Hanson um, gets he gets a sort of a blast of the past. Um, a blast from the past of sorts when Sahira's father, Rayhan Shah, is admitted to um, Keller. Although Hanson's usually, you know, we usually see a very quite serious, very upright, he's never rude and is always the consummate professional with his patients. But here it, he seems like, he seems far from pleased to see Rayhan and can barely even look at him. It's, it's quite strange. Then... Um, he, at one point, he sort of tries to avoid treating him altogether, and and to the point where obviously a frustrated Sahira um, sort of threatens to operate herself. Now, obviously, being his daughter, she can't do that. Um, so Hanson feels cornered, where he sort of feels forced into theatre, where he proves yet again that he is the the sort of first class surgeon that we know and love. Um, but it is most out of character for him, and you're sort of left thinking, what what's What's sort of going on here? Mm. Especially when post-surgery, uh, Hanson comes out, uh, he's sort of outside the theatre and, and he suffers a major panic attack. This is like, we've not seen this side of Hanson before, I don't think. There's something going on here, isn't there? Something yeah. going on. Yeah, there's clearly something about Rayhan that has got Hanson so worked up. But what is it? Viewers will be... Left wondering. What I can say is um, this this is the start of a very major storyline for one of Holby's easily most prominent characters, so diehard fans will not want to miss it. Oh, thank you, Victoria. That sounds absolutely brilliant. Yet again, another bumper week for Holby. Um, thank you very much. Now, Claire, Claire, you're joining us to talk about the rest of the soaps, um, and from one ward to another hospital ward, shall we move on to casualty? Yes, hi Hannah. So okay. this week um, we've got a we've got a big story for Jan again. Jan Jan, head of the paramedics, and um, we see her son Ross. We've not really we don't really know that much about her private life. We know she she has a wife, Fion, um, but we didn't really. Well, I didn't know she had a son, and um, it turns out um, her son Ross uh, is in jail for drug dealing. So uh, that's that's kind of a, a slight, slight slightly shocking because Jan's very straight, isn't she? She's 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 very she's. Par- Paramedic, so she's always very law-abiding, and um, I was quite surprised about that, Hannah. Mm, really surprised, actually. I, I quite like it when you don't know anything about, you know, people's lives at home, if you like, and then the the soap sort of delves into it. And what you kind of have almost the image you've got in your mind is totally different to the reality, and that's often the case, actually, isn't it? It's like it's like um, I suppose how we're all working at the moment, and very often you don't actually see the people or meet the people that you're talking to, and you kind of have this picture of them, and then when suddenly their face does flash up on Zoom or teams or whatever you're on it's oh you you like that okay it's completely different (laughs) yeah so that so this 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 is what what we get with jan and uh, it turns out um that this week he has brought into the ed with a severe burn he has thrown 
um, a boiling he, he boiled a kettle of hot water and he threw this boiling water on his on his stomach and he's got this really massive horrible burn mm. and uh, I think he's having a really tough time in prison just just what is going on um, people in there have found out he he was a drug dealer um, and um, he's being pressured to start dealing drugs again and he maintains he doesn't want to do it um, and he's um, it, it turns out you know he's he needs to get away he wants to get away from prison he did ask for a transfer he has he was denied that so he's stuck in this prison and he's being bullied and assaulted so um just what will jan do to save her boy oh that's a sad sad story Diana. Yeah. I, I can't imagine what she wants to do but you know and this yeah. is you know this 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 week is the start of it and the following week um it, it, it gets even better even better so it's so it's a really big interesting storyline yeah and one that can run and run because it opens a whole new avenue doesn't it of, yeah. of storylines really when you when you go into someone's kind of personal life um and we're also there's sort of a, a big question hanging over faith isn't it and whether she can save her marriage to love I love this storyline, Hannah. This one, it's just like, really, they're meant to be needy savings people's lives, but they don't. They're all in there try having these having these emotional <laughs> meltdowns. And they have a big emotional meltdown this I week. I hope they're not when we're, it, when, when, we're, when we're in having any work done. I really hope that these, this isn't really the truth of the matter. <laughs> well, I know. So so we, we all know that, you know, that um, Faith and Dylan... Um, sharing heated looks and Dylan is, is just waiting in the wings I want to give Dylan such a big hug Hannah really um, but Faith you know she's got she's got three kids and she wants to she wants to put her, she wants to give her marriage to Lev another try despite the fact that he cheated on her with a man last year you know so she's really really trying but Dylan Dylan is He's not just waiting in the wings. He's caught this week, as you do on on the office computer. Um, he's uh, he's looking at a four bedroomed house to buy, hoping, hoping against hope that maybe Faith will leave her husband and the kids and her will move in with him. Mm. I'm not I'm not quite sure whether he's being optimistic or a bit stalkerish. It's what, yeah, it's a bit much, isn't it? It's a, it's sort of yeah. He's optimistic, but at the same time, you know, he's massively jumping the gun, isn't he? I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> yeah, that what well, that marriage kind of ends, and we need to kind of work through that. We have children. It's you know, uh, we're not just jumping from one house to the other. That's not how it works. <laughs> well, of course, Lev discovers what he's been doing on the office computer because everybody has access to it, um, and they have a massive, massive row. And so Faith's personal life spills out into the ED because these two are having a big row and they've virtually come to fisticuffs. Wow. So it all gets out. It does, yes. Well, it's already been out. People have been gossiping. But, yeah, and just but been I mean, is it going to get out but, as in, yeah. you know, this is going to end, end her marriage, if you like? Yes, yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure that Faith can save it. Levy's desperately, desperately trying to. But, of course, he's got Dylan always there, Mr Perfect doctor in the background you know and you know um so it'll be interesting to see where this goes oh gosh it's a tricky old love triangle that one isn't it now eastenders this is so brilliant because brian conley is joining eastenders or joins eastenders as sonia's long lost father terry i absolutely love this casting yeah it's going to be good isn't it so um so brian conley um he's he's yeah, he's a comedian. We know him mostly from like the Brian Connolly show. He was also in the Grimleys with Amanda Holden. You want to check that one out? It's 
probably on BritBox that one, Hannah. <laughs> it probably is, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you can see you can see him there. And we know him as a comedian. You might also, if you're a big fan of musicals, know um, know, know him from the West End because I think he, he does a lot of musical theatre. Um, and I think I, we don't know exactly what kind of person Terry is, but I'm hoping he's going to be a criminal and he's going to have a darkness with him because I think Brian Connolly can really channel something and really be quite a dark character instead of a cheeky chappy. I love how they bring um, sort of people that you don't expect into the soaps and they're usually really good and I think you're right I think just the cheeky chappy thing you'll probably lose that quite quickly yes he's going to have yeah. a sinister style sinister style yeah. Sin- I can't actually speak this morning get your teeth in Hannah Fernando sinister side yes <laughs> because you know like Sonia's father's coming back he's not going to be all hugs and um, I'm sorry no. I missed you I missed you growing up is it no it's not it's absolutely not and and, and talking of kind of sinister stuff um, Gray's back on the warpath isn't he now we, we know he's a really horrible character and you know Whitney when we predicted this months ago didn't we um, she's in she's in danger now I think we probably thought it would happen sooner but she really is in danger now isn't she yes yes so I, I would like to ask you know how just how long will it be before Grey kills again and um, we know he's all about manipulation and control and he really has Whitney where he wants her um, and she's dancing to his tune mostly I'm going to say that mostly um, she has started a relationship with Kush um, and um, when Grey comes when Grey calls her to come and look after the kids because he seems to think that she can just drop everything and look after his children um, actually she does just drop everything she is with Kush she drops she stops what she's doing and she rushes over there um, you know, and, and, and takes over looking after the kids for Grey. But when he returns, he finds that Mac and Mia are playing with Raymond, little Raymond, um, and he's really angry because, obviously, um, Raymond's, you know, uh, Denise's ex-husband, uh, Lucas, is a serial killer, So um, and Lucas has access to the flat, and he doesn't want his kids anywhere near a serial killer. I mean, I think that's a bit rich, really, considering he has also killed two people, but... Mm. Um, so he 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 just really tears a strip off off of Whitney and really really goes for her and really verbally attacks her, um, you know. And she's a bit shocked by this, but anyway, uh, a little bit later, Whit and Kush decide to make their relationship public, Hannah. And um, when they give Gray the news, just how will he react? Mm. I mean, he hasn't killed for a while, and that bothers me. that's all i'm saying (laughs) so you know i i still maintain he's you know it will be kush because kush is leaving yeah yeah so um yeah so see where this is going yeah Yeah. so and he's you know they were you know they started the relationship um valentine's day and now they've gone public his, you know, he can only smile. I mean, you know, but what is he? What is he feeling inside himself? Obviously, exactly. you know, when something upsets you, you might not say it. You say, "Oh, that's great," mm, but mm. inside, 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 I think he's seething. Absolutely seething. Yeah, I think this Gray sort of almost been. It's been a bit quiet in a way, hasn't it? Sort of just wait, biding time. Yeah. So, yeah, some some horrible goings on there. I'd imagine. Um, also, horrible goings on in Coronation Street, isn't there? Because we're seeing this whole um, storyline play out uh, with Simon um, dealing drugs, and it's a really, it's quite a sad storyline, I think, because he's sort of, it's almost he's got into it 
for the right reasons, not that you should get into the right reasons, but he wants to help, if you see what I mean, and it's all yeah. gone horribly, horribly wrong. And uh, this week we see Leanne confronting him, don't we? Yes, yes. So, so this 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 is a this storyline is going really going to run and run, and we know that Will Meller is joining as as the drug drug boss. Mm. So it's 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 got a way to go yet. Um, and and this week, you know, she confronts him about dealing drugs, um, and he shouts back. They have a big argument. He shouts back. Well, he's the only one putting food on the table. You know, what what does she expect? Mm. Mm. Um, and. Um, Leanne wants to go to the police. Simon is horrified. He knows how bad these people are. He says, you know, he'll be killed for grassing the gang up. This is really, really... He's really terrified now. I think he does realise he's got himself in over his head. You know, Jacob started off being nice, but, you know, that's always about, you know... That's how they pull you in, isn't it? Um, and now, you know, he's he owes money to these people and he's, he's trying to pay this off um, by doing all this all this drug delivery um and uh uh then i think this is i think they've done this really well um coronation street because jacob starts moving into the flat and we see him and this is just horrible it's horrible hannah we see him at the kitchen table or at the living room table counting drug money this is shocking it's awful absolutely awful and 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 you know, meanwhile, has, has Leanne lost him? I mean, the thing is, once you get into one of these gangs, it's not really very easy to get out. I mean, like, you know, she, she goes to the police, you know, he's likely to be killed for, for grassing on the gang, right? So yeah. how do you get out? Once you're in, how do you get out? And I think that's, that's what we'll see play out, won't we? Yes, yes, completely. And I think, um, I think we will see some gang, some gang violence, gang drug violence. I think, I think um, they're going to... Coronation Street are going to do this realistically, so it's not all just going to be, you know, dark looks and, and verbal threats. I think there will we will see the really nasty side of it. Yeah, I, well, and I think it's probably a good thing because it brings it on the map for people that don't realise, actually, this is, you know, this is what happens. Um, and Yasmin, we see her having a full-blown panic attack, don't we? Because she's got all these final warnings coming through and it's just it just ends up being too much for her. But is it is it a turning point, actually? I think it is. It is a it is a turning point for her, which is a really good thing. And you know what? I think most people would have a full blown panic attack when they had all these. If you have final demands popping through your door, and money worries are just are just really stressful and unpleasant, aren't they, Hannah? So people yeah. do have panic attacks. She has, and she's been through a lot, you know, with an abuser and everything, and it does put her in hospital. But I think that's a bit of a shock and a wake up call. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and she comes out of hospital and she starts thinking, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to conquer this. Mm. Um, and uh, so she she offers Elaine. Um, that's Jeff's first wife and Tim's mother, um, a stake in speed dial. So Jeff's stake in speed dial she offers to Elaine. And the two, I think the two women will be really good at, you know, going into business together. So um, because obviously we know Elaine was massively distressed and had her life ruined by Jeff. So the two of them, they can, they can take um, strength from each other and they can move forward and heal together. Wow, that, well... That's a good thing, right? I mean, yeah. this has to, there has to be some kind of ending, and it would be nice if it was a happy one. <laughs> it doesn't I often happen. I really want Yasmin to come out of this and uh, a stronger woman, and I mm. think I think she was. She was always a really good businesswoman, and Speeddale's doing really well. So, so yeah, I think I, I, let's let's fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And moving to the Dales, um, Jamie showing his evil side, isn't he? Yes. 
Yes, he is really horrible about this. So he did, he had this one night stand with Gabby. He's very young and she got pregnant. Um, and uh, uh, so, so she's kind of like under Kim's wing. And I think Jamie needs to think his mother won't let this baby go. I really don't think him. Do you, no. Hannah? This no. is, you know, she's all, Kim's all about family. It's, that's who she is. So this that baby is, is it's her grandchild. Um, and you know, so so she's going to want to um, to to play a part in their lives. Um, so Gabby has moved into home farm, and she's a bit deluded. She's making herself a home. She's cooking dinner, and almost dare I say it, she's playing wife without the bedroom antics. <laughs> God, it's all a bit cringe, isn't it? It is a bit, you know. And and Jamie, Jamie is. Um, He's, he's sort of going along with this because he has an evil plan and we're not quite sure what this evil plan is but he does eventually tell Dawn um, the woman he is interested in who has romantic feelings for um, he finally tells her about the baby and how and how Gabby's now living at home farm and Dawn is quite shocked as any woman would be when she discovers this and um she ends things and you know so this is really upsetting Jamie and um this is when Mac and Jamie come up with a plan to 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 deal with Gabby and the baby so just be a really horrible plan isn't it yes it's gonna be totally awful yeah it is and it's a real shame because Gabby's kind of like you know her mum's in Australia and you know Laurel had all her own angst you know last year so she's been sort of a bit the thing is, though, like you said, Kim is all, all about family. She is yeah. not. She's not going to let that baby go. Absolutely no. no way. So they're coming up against Kim. Yes, yes. And, I, and, I, you know, and, I, and I'm, I, you know, I'm not a betting woman, but if I were to be, I think I know where my money would be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I can't deal with this. Faith coming between Kane and Moira. I know, I know. This so is Kane not OK. Has- it isn't, is it? So Faith, Faith and Kane have such a bad mother-son relationship. And mm. in fact, she doesn't have a great relationship with her daughter Chaz either. So, and, and Kane really, he needs, I th- he, he needs, he, he does need at some point to forgive his mother for his childhood. Mm. So, um, uh, you know, so the, the Dingle Court last week went on, you know, went on and Moira went to... I know that's a good thing. Is you're going to have a Fernando court every time there's I a am, row in the I house. I am. I really am. <laughs> Introducing it. I love that. I love that. And um, so yeah, the Dingle Court. Of course, Moira went against Kane and voted for Faith to stay in the village. And Kane is really upset that he took um, his mother's side rather than his side. You know, the side of her, of her mm. husband. Um, and you know, and Zach. You know, his dad. He chats to his son, hoping that Kane will change his mind. Um, but then, you know, Faith. Faith suddenly realizes, oh, this is just too much. You know the kids don't want me here. This is a lot of lot of angst. She decides to sneak out of the village. Um, can Moira persuade her to stay? And will mother and son ever be reconciled? I suppose Moira is doing it for the right reasons. Although Kane's really cross that she's done it. it. You know she wants to do it for the right reasons, doesn't she? Yeah. Yes. Mm, the trouble is, it's going to be worse though because if she tries to stop her leaving, and then it's going to create and and you know let's be honest, Kane and Moira aren't you know. Slowly, slowly here. Yes, very slowly. <laughs> I know. They have, they have, they have. It's a modern family, that family. So there's lots of lots of different spokes, isn't there? And there really um, is. 
But they still, you know, they come back together, fortunately, for me. Yes. <laughs> um, and moving on to Hollyoaks, last but definitely not least, um, Victor. Now, we knew when he came back to Hollyoaks um, that this was kind of a bit... It was big news, really, for the drug storyline, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So Victor's really horrible. And um, we've got Juliet in jail, and she's struggling being in jail. She was groomed to be part of this gang. Um, and uh, Sid decides he's going to um, save her and get her out of jail, and he's going to double-cross nasty Victor, which, quite frankly, you and I wouldn't want to do. No. And this is very risky, you know. Victor is a thug, not to be messed with. Um, and so, so he comes up with a plan with the help of James, and he plans to record Victor's confession and give this to the police to get Juliet freed. Of course, you know, this confession, even if he does give it to the police, there's no guarantee that the police are going to go, oh, well, Juliet wasn't involved then. Um, and also, so, he's a real thug. I mean, you don't really want to mess with him. It's, I mean, it's a bit like the storyline we talked about earlier in Coronation Street. It's not a case of, oh, yeah, it's all happy days, everyone's been sorted. It doesn't really work like that with these gangs, does it? No, no, and certainly not with Victor. But, um, you know, so some, you know, a couple of things go Sid's way. You know, he drops off some cash to Victor and um, Victor says, "Hey, wait in the car." Uh, so this, so so Sid is then in the car on his own, and this gives him the chance to plant a listening device in the glove compartment. So when Victor is discussing his drug dealings in the car on his phone, this device in the glove compartment obviously is recording. Mm. Um, and uh, so he he does get his confession on tape, um, but then Victor discovers that he has been betrayed. Um, and as Victor closes in on Sid, just what will the vicious dealer do? And can Sid escape from him? I mean, no. You're not going to, are you? I mean, there is too much hanging in the balance there with that recording. Yes, He's going to yes. do something that's just... These drug storylines are quite interesting, aren't they? Running alongside each other, actually, in Corrie and, and in Hollyoaks. They are very, very interesting, yes. I, 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 I do like them. This one, um, the Juliet one, she was quite young and they were, they were grooming children in school to be, to be drug couriers. It was county mm. lines. Whereas um, it's uh, in the Coronation Street one, um, they're a little bit older, I think. Uh, uh, so I think Simon's about 17, so they're just a touch older. Juliet is quite young. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's um, it, they're storylines that kind of need need getting out, don't they? People need to yeah. see the harsh reality of it. But it's um it's quite it makes for quite uncomfortable viewing, I think, particularly when, like you say, younger children, which are often the ones that are preyed on because they're relatively vulnerable. Yes, and they don't really look like drug dealers, do they? They don't. No, absolutely. That's the so whole point. You, yeah, that, exactly. That's the whole point. Yeah, you're not very. They're not very suspects, are they? No, well, they've got sort of. They've just got you know very young, innocent faces, and they're just in a, a school uniform with a, just a, a bag. You see all the kids with. Exactly. Yeah. No. Oh, horrible. We try and keep our children safe. <laughs> um, thank you, Claire. Another bumper week, um, as always. Um, absolutely brilliant. We will be back next week. Please do subscribe, and um, we will see you next week. And stay safe. <laughs> <laughs>